Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. It's time for Bart Reed, Drive Time Sports Insider for everything basketball in Arkansas. Bart is a former college player here in Arkansas and has worked alongside many of the top college prospects in Arkansas with his pure sweat skills and drill program. Bart Reed is brought to you by Arch Street Wheel and Tire. And mention the buzz when you buy four tires and you get a free alignment. Now, here's Bart Reed. Now, Bart's probably too young to remember all the things we talked about just then. He's a uh, pup. He's a pup. He's a pup. I mean, (laughs) you know, when you talk about fried potatoes, you know, that a lot of times to to go along with it, it was those greasy fried potatoes. It wasn't the the um, the ones that you either did with milk or otherwise. I mean, these well, were the old greasy fried potatoes. Well, well, let me say this: Mike Loggins just texted me, and he said mm-hmm. you'd make sure Rick I knows he's yeah. definitely not a good old country <laughs> boy yeah. if yeah. he hadn't eaten the <laughs> if he hadn't eaten the fish tail. Now, well, Don- Mike, I'll, I'll confess that I'm not. Uh, why well, is a delicatessen down, down in down in uh, down, down in it. Sheridan? Is it not, Bart? Yeah, that's right. That's where they feed those yellow jacket boys down there. All right, well, Bart, the I thing some... is, hey, I'm go- I want to have lunch someday with Fitz and Mike, and they can have all the catfish tail that's on the menu because I won't eat it. That's great. You can have all of mine. Oh my goodness. But hey, right, but but, I, but you will say this: the catfish. You know, the catfish hole was one of the greatest recruiting strategies that we've had at Arkansas. They oh, my sell, goodness. And they don't sell the tail there either. No, no, they didn't. Right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. But I'm going to tell you, old Pat used to do it up for us, boy. And I'm going to tell you, it, it got a many, got a many commitments after that that uh, catfish. With that, with those hush puppies oh. and that melted butter. And that steak. He would do everything. I mean, that, you know, that, 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 that was a hook, line, and sinker, the catfish hole. All right, Bart, I got. <laughs> I guess we need to get busy and actually do some work. Uh, this is from our Asher Record Service Company, live in feedback. And I'm guessing, uh, Bart, we'll, you'll hear this question multiple times between now and, and uh, maybe until the season starts and maybe even beyond that. Sean says, can Bart give a feedback on a starting lineup and key subs? Coach only played seven last year. Does he think that will change? Well, I think it's going to have to change, even if Coach Musselman doesn't want it to change, just because there's going to be so much talent. I think what Coach Musselman, his preference is, I think he really believes in giving players a lot of minutes. I think all coaches, as we talked talked about before, guys, and Coach Hill can attest to this, they'll fall into what they are naturally comfortable with, especially as the pressure kicks up. I think that number could get to eight or nine. I don't think he'll love that because I think you'll notice once you start getting above that eight number, people really begin to take significant hits in your minutes. And I think we had – and, Randy, correct me if I'm wrong, I think we had four players that were in the top 15 in total minutes played. Yes, um, you're talking from last SEC year. Well, really, from you can go back to his first year. Those guys, but now he didn't have the roster in his first year right. that he had. 
But uh, those guys were iron men. I mean, they played like 36, yep. 37 minutes a game. Well, you know what, guys? Here's what, from a coaching standpoint, like Bart mentioned, if you realize the reason this is from coaching, if you have an older team that's coming back, then you can play more people. But if you realize how early on the last two years there's been some chemistry, you know, everybody after we lost to Hofstra and those type of things, everybody's wondering mm-hmm. what. But as the consistency came because of the nucleus of the team, and so I think that that's more if you're winning, you're not going to substitute. It's when you're losing that you start changing lineups to try to find what's the right number. So it, it just all depends on how it goes. I mean, that's like a quarterback in football. If that guy's moving the ball, you're not going to play somebody else just to say you got minutes. And I think that's if you look at how the development that Coach Musselman had in the last year after coming out of the Christmas and then getting on the roll, how could he change when the way they played? And I right. think that's what we'll see, Bart. Do you agree? I, I 100% agree. And – Here's the thing, and, and Coach, you'll be able to really understand this. He, that everybody wants to talk about offense, offense, and everybody. This group coming in, everybody's totally enamored with their offense. That lineup that he went with was a strategic defensive mm-hmm. lineup more than an offensive lineup. So this is where kind of some of these X factors when people say who could start here, who you start getting hung up on the offensive stats. Coach Musselman, I think, is an expert at knowing the plus and minus, the scouting report on the other side, the analytics, effective field goal percentage, and he knows what five are going to give him and limit the other team for for quality shots. But he's going to make sure everything is contested. We saw a ton of switching last year, which, Randy, we just talked about that on the NBA level. That's something Coach Musselman was doing. Mm -hmm. So this is going to be a really defensive-driven team, just like it was last year. Even though he's got guys that can score, so uh, but I 100% agree, Coach. I think it's uh, you know we're going to be in a situation where we probably have 10 legitimate guys that yeah. can play, and he's got to give everybody a chance. So I'm really interested to kind of see how it shakes out, especially early. Well, you know, if you go back and look, the Fox. College Hoops came out with the lowest percentage of returning minutes of among major conferences. And here they are. West Virginia only has 7.2% of their roster returning. Duke has 10.1% of their roster returning. Wake Forest, 16.1%. Illinois, 165 Arkansas, only 166 South Carolina, 177 LSU, 177 Minnesota, 20 Ohio State, 23 Texas Tech, 25 percent well that's what the transfer pool has done so you rebuilding your roster and still with those with those individuals oh we heard the music yeah there is the music which means typically you'll be better late than you will early because you're still going through and we are joined again by our basketball he's made the big time now when i see here on one of my Asher Record Service Company live in feedbacks where Bart is now called a guru. It's time for Bart Reed, Drive Time Sports Insider for everything basketball in Arkansas. Bart is a former college player here in Arkansas and has worked alongside many of the top college prospects in Arkansas with his pure sweat skills and drill program. Bart Reed is brought to you by 
Arch Street Wheel and Tire. And mention the buzz when you buy four tires and you get a free alignment. Now, here's Bart Reed. Did you get your tires and wheels installed? I got them. Are you bad now to the bone? Hey, I'm telling you that it is. Be surprised what a difference that makes, as my friend Hank described it. It's shoes for your cars. Now, shoes are a big deal to me. So when he put it that way, I I put uh, put my foot on the accelerator and got there fast to, to get them on. But they look great. And I appreciate them for doing that. They really took care of me. So now, are the kids thinking that you're hip, or did that help at all? Probably not, just knowing you. Well, it doesn't help with my kids, but I, th- I think I try to be pretty hip. So I think most of my kids, especially training, you know, I'm, I'm up with the time, so I think I'm kind of perceived as semi-cool already. But, yeah, it sure doesn't hurt me. That's, that's for sure. I need all the help I can get when it comes to the younger generation. <laughs> Uh, let's talk with William. William, good afternoon. You got a question or comment for Bart? Yeah, good afternoon, gentlemen. I, and I do, and I, I, got, I got both a question and a comment. Uh, the, the thing has been constantly in, in my circle. It's been talking about a muscle style of playing seven guy. Well, my my thought and my statement to them was this might be the most on paper. This is the, probably the most talented team Arkansas has ever had on paper. When you got that many five stars and that many four stars. And with the transporter like that, if you don't play those guys, don't you run a risk of not getting people again when you set people on the bench like that? And to say people say, I listen to Fitz say, you know, it's, it's hard to do or you want to play seven, but I got one name for you that comes to mind when you talk about playing a lot of guys, Nolan Richards. And, and, and I do want to hear what y'all got to say. Thank you very much. Thank you, William. Nolan yeah. played a lot of guys, but let's face it, Corliss Williamson and Scotty Thurman played the most. Todd Day, Lee Mayberry, and Oliver Miller played the most. I mean, he might have played a lot of guys to go with them, but the stars played. Now, I'm not, you know, you have to go back, Barton, and think about did Arkansas ever have three four star, three four stars and three five star recruits at the same time along with all the experienced talent they have. I'm not sure they ever had that, but uh, no. Nolan's teams didn't play no. 10 or 11 guys. You know, they, they'd play eight or nine, and but the three or four stalwarts played the most. And one thing to remember is the Nolan team played so much faster, yep. and not just on defense, on offense as well. We played extremely fast. Coach Musselman's teams don't play – they play faster than average, but they don't play at breakneck speed. So, you know, our opportunities, shooting opportunities, were middle of the pack for the SEC. So I do think that he's going to feel pressure to play as many players as he possibly can because of the talent level. I see this as there are 10 players in the mix for playing time. One of those is outside looking in, is Barry Dunning, Jr., I am a big fan of this young man. He's long and he's athletic, can play multiple spots. After that, it really breaks down to nine players. And if you look at it, the way I would look at this, the starting lineup, there are pretty much, I think, four players that are set that are going to start. There is rotation at one spot. And, of course, there can be rotation at other spots. But I'm just saying the initial look, the number four spot, okay? So if you picture playing a four out, this would be somebody that plays – 
behind the three-point line, I think that position right there, he can make one adjustment and go big or he can go small. I think Nick Smith, of course, is a lock. Anthony Black, I think Jordan Walsh with the things that he can do and his athleticism is a lock. I think he's going to keep some interior size. I think Coach Musselman likes to contest, likes to block shots. Jalen was not an overly dominant shot blocker, but he took a ton of charges, which accomplished the same thing. So I think Mikel Mitchell is also a for-sure start. From that, that leaves that four position open. You could slide Jordan Walsh down to play the four and take Ricky, Ricky Council, put him at the forward spot, and that really gives you three guards. Um, Ricky Council is very intriguing because he's big and he's strong and he can guard multiple positions. Or you can go big and put Trayvon Brazil, who I think is an excellent player. I am really high on this guy. When you break the film down, he played out of position at a true five at Missouri because that's what's required. He can shoot the basketball. He can handle. He can finish. He can do a lot of different things. I think you could play him at the four, then you have a big lineup, really big lineup. And then you can kind of plug and play. I think you can pull Mitchell out, move Trayvon Brazil to the five, and you have like a Golden State smaller lineup, and you put Jalen uh, Graham in that position. And I think you're in a really good spot either way, but he's going to have to circulate minutes around because we have not even talked about Devo Davis or the other twin in Makai Mitchell. So I think those are your core players, and it's going to have to work itself out from there. But he's going to have to play faster offensively to justify that much substitution. Gosh, you named 19 players. <laughs> I, I thought uh... – well, And, you know, to echo what Bart is talking about, and this is what I was referencing. So when you take Kentucky in the past, who has been the premier program in signing that many four- and five-stars uh, over yeah. a period of time – and you realize the the inconsistency of play because they're 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 all new, mm-hmm. and so it's just like to me I look at the football it's like throwing a slant. Your quarterback is a timing because now you you develop chemistry, and that's what coach got great with as as we entered into the SEC what he was able to work out. How do you develop? And look, I'm not a basketball coach, and but he's he you know he is. But how do you develop that chemistry playing twelve people? When, when you only have 16% of your roster return. That's, that's, that's yeah. the things that you have to look at because how you get good when everybody's coming in and there's only so many minutes that you can play. That's right. That's why the overseas trip helps early. Yeah, I absolutely. think it builds a little bit of chemistry. Yeah. All right, Bart, we will talk with you, I believe, on Friday. That's Bart Reed, our basketball guru.